You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is Bearded AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 21, The Phoebus Cartel. AJ refuses to bring down his best friend, Capitalism, and more at 10. For additional content, find us on Patreon and Instagram, at Points O Pressure. Let's get to it. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. Solid work. You took the minimal information, the lack of information I gave you, and ran with it exactly where I wanted you to. Turned it around on you, you capitalist pig. (laughs) Welcome back. Yeah, welcome. It's it feels like it's been half a week since we saw each other. Uh, yeah, but it's been a week for the pores. Half a <laughs> no, week no, for us. That's a mask off. We're not supposed yeah. to call oh, them the pores no. in this uh, episode. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. you guys are fine. Uh, the standard viewers. It's the standard. My, my our beloved, our yeah, beloved our standard. Our beloved non-Patreon members. And our Patreon members. <laughs> they yeah, also. Yeah, that's true. Listen. Yeah, they tune in. So I guess sometimes. I guess on average we love you. Yeah. Ish. The median love that you get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, solid. <clears throat> What's been up to you? Had a had a nice Sunday. Yeah, I didn't do anything today. I'm so uh, fucking beat. Yeah. I'm you just, sore? Yeah, I'm fucking tired. You beat after moving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't move, but you yeah, moved a bunch uh, of stuff. AJ kicked me outside. So yeah. Move. Yeah. But I'm making you I come had to back. Move here. to the streets. Yeah. I only let you into record. Now. Homeless now, so subscribe to us on Patreon so I can afford somewhere to live. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I uh, helped one of my buddies move into his newly purchased home. Crazy. This weekend, and it's really fucking nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dude's got Yeah, what's the address? Uh, <laughs> 123 Sesame Street. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, my old friend of 30 years, Elmo. Uh, <laughs> dude, he has like three fucking levels of decks. Oh, I want a deck it's so, so it's bad. It's so, so nice out there. So bad. Yeah, if, I know he's listening to this, and I know he's jerking off right now knowing that he made a, a very smart purchase, but it's a beautiful home. I want a deck. It's a really cool home. God damn. Yeah, it's real nice. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kicked my fucking ass. I and, bet. Uh, so we were supposed to play D&D today, and I was so fucking tired. Like, my alarm went off, and I looked at my phone and saw that everybody was messaging, was like, oh, yeah, we can't make it. And I was like, oh, fucking thank God. And I just went right back to sleep. My wife, so yeah. Beat. My wife slept for an hour and a half after we were supposed to start. Oh, damn. So she wouldn't have been in a good mood. Nah, I mean, she was beat, too. I don't blame her. She had to work early. Yeah. And she I got, mean, like, four hours of sleep because uh, we're playing video games too late. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Like... I was bummed because we didn't play. Yeah, but yeah, of course. I, I, I still wanted to play. Totally understand. But, but I was like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. I, I was so worried I wouldn't have energy for it after yesterday. I totally get that. But. But you do. Yeah, we're here. So we're here? it's it's a bit of a Sleepy D episode. Sleepy D. That, that's all right. Yeah. Been piddling around on debug mode on Project Zomboid. Nice. That's why it took me a second to come in here because I was trying to make sure everything was working correctly. I don't know. What so the we fuck can start I'm playing doing. it again? Hell yeah. No, I, well, no. yes, yes. <laughs> but I was just on uh, my solo server. I was like, 
every time I would load it up, it'd be like six errors. And I was like, how the fuck do I see what those are? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Nice. But I would be down to get back into it. Yeah, no, we're, we're down. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. how was your week? What have you been up to? Uh, it's it's like my so my clinical starts soon, like end of this month, twenty first technically. I don't Ooh. know the dates still. Yeah. I've had no contact with my person. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I've lost it, and I'm like, I did okay on a test last week that I said I was worried about, so that's good. If you, I mean, in the Patreon the Patreon episode, I mentioned it, but I passed. I did good. Fuck yeah! I've got another test that I need to uh, slyly. Okay, so I start working at about 10.30. Mm-hmm. Where I go and take the test doesn't allow me to start until 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to like, oh, I forgot to clock in and hope nobody calls me. And if they call me, I'll say I'm having internet issues or something. I don't know. I, yeah, I yeah. don't know what just I'm going to do. But yeah, I, yeah. Do that. And I can either take this new test tomorrow and I do not feel confident or I can take it Wednesday. I'm going to take it Wednesday. Yeah, just be like, I'm I have no the- idea what's going on with my internet, if anybody... Yeah, yeah, I was like, to say. What else do they say, like, oh, have you tried turning it on and turning it... Like, yeah. It's... I feel like that's that's generally my go-to with, like, from home, as if I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, I totally fucking forgot to clock back in from my break. I'm like, oh, our fucking internet dropped out. It's... Do that. Yeah. I'd say just do that. It's the easiest easiest response that's i think that's what i'm gonna do on wednesday um also my i i got an old laptop to my sister Woo! oh hell yeah that's a, okay. that's a big deal because you know bad. um so yeah she'll be shout out to her congrats yeah uh we so is that the one with the pillow battery that yeah apparently potentially explode no, no, on her lap I, I open it up it's a new battery I what? guess I had replaced the battery at some point. It had just cooled down. That's the no, thing. No, I. I mean, <laughs> that thing was fucking swollen. It, that's what <laughs> I. That's what I'm saying. It's a new battery. It's an aftermarket battery. Huh. So I must have replaced it and just forgotten about it. I don't know. Because um, like right after that, you got your new one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I must have replaced it and been like, oh, I want a new one. <laughs> Dope. Buy her project Zomboid so she can play with us. Right. Um, we also. The problem it was having was when I was replacing the fans in that computer years ago i broke some of the wires it was a bad computer you and it was busted. to preface this you guys don't know this uh so a while back we repasted his computer the battery was swollen i think we talked about it on the show yeah i i have um, replaced that battery for sure and he would like he was like yeah there's something going on with my my shit still it's still really hot like this new battery is even a little fucked up and he deleted what? It was like the file that... Okay, like, so... The entire process that basically no, kicks your fans it's, on. It's a stupid computer design because it relies on an aftermarket computer brand program to actually control the fans. How that, fucking stupid is that? That's what mine is, is too. It, mine runs on... Stupid. Pre- predator sense is what it's yeah, called. My, and uh, I, like, I saw the, it's the name... So dumb. Like the The name that's on the backside of my computer on the top i saw that when i was going through and deleting shit and i was like oh that's says predator no like i'm not gonna fucking delete that shit yeah so i i thought it was just to control the lights on the keyboard and i don't give a shit about that but uh yeah apparently that's Man. fucking i hate that i think that's so stupid fucking but that's not only it so so it would basically only run when it read that oh my gosh it's like hot. yeah yeah 
Like it would, it, it, yeah, it wouldn't like, oh, a game's starting up. You're using a lot of processing power. Let's turn on. It wouldn't do that. It would be, oh, it's getting hot. It's too late. Also, my fans were full of hair and lint. I don't know how they get so dirty. You, well, I do know. It's because we, uh, we play video games on our couch. You want to know what so it is? So there's like blanket lint. Kitty. No, we don't let her inside. No. I, I'm not it's supposed to tell cat. you this, but when you're gone for school. I believe that. What you were about insane. to say, I believe that. <laughs> just, I have no idea. No, but uh, <laughs> so I replaced the fans. I replaced the battery. It's running great now. Yeah. <laughs> but my older computer, the one I gave to my sister, when I was replacing the fans originally, because they it actually came with defective fans that I had to get from the manufacturer under warranty. Jesus. I uh, I busted off one of the antennas for the Wi-Fi oh chip. Oh, my God. One of the antenna wires. <laughs> And at that point, I was I was just playing hardlined in anyway because yeah. I didn't have much bandwidth and very fast internet. So I was I was like, okay, this doesn't matter. So I actually with uh, Sweet Tea we soldered back that wire today. <laughs> <laughs> he also accidentally soldered a hole in the bag that contains the battery, just a little bit that contains oh, the battery. God. So it is not water resistant at all. The- <laughs> You should just get her a new battery. For you should fuck just get her a new sakes. computer. This one's rough. No, it it'll, yeah. it'll work. It's got she's gonna turn like a it twenty sixty in it or something. out the side. Yeah. <laughs> but just this don't is like don't use it like a regular laptop. Do not use it on your lap. Yeah. Use do it, not put it on your lap. Use it on a like a titanium fucking tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> it has to a tungsten <laughs> laptop hold like laptop <laughs> with thing. a with a. Fucking Kevlar tablecloth yeah. on it. Yeah, uh, no, you uh, Kevlar skirt <laughs> only. Yeah, that's all you can wear. No, but Jesus. it's it's gonna be really good to get her like into yeah. a. She never had a gaming computer before. Oh, it's 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 a game changer. But she's got a lot of friends who play on PC. I was like, I got an extra yeah, computer. Four over here. Yeah, exactly. She's invited to all the movie nights now. I don't movie know nights? if she knows that. Yeah, we do movie nights. We haven't. Oh, I thought that was PC. I thought you were still talking about. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, she won't come because she'd have to bring her kid. Fuck, (laughs) he's cute. He is. He's he's super nice. We don't we don't give a shit. It's past his bedtime. Then just leave me in the crib. We could just start early. The crib. I don't know what the fuck a child (laughs) sleeps in. Jesus. Just leave him in the bundle of blankets. Uh That's what I slept in. Leave him in the bathtub with the the door locked. With the mattress over the the top of it. And and the lights disconnected. That's how I slept every night. Yeah. I don't know. What's the the fucking problem here? Uh, but yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, she, yeah. We should do another one of those. Uh, uh, we were planning maybe. on this this Friday, so maybe that might work. Okay, I'd like to get a projector and watch one outside. All right, we, we're just talking. We're just yes, catching up. Yeah. We're just uh, shooting the shit. So <laughs> back back to like the actual show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the second to last episode of this half of the season. Uh, so. We have one more. Comes out June 12th. That'll be next Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday, on the day it comes out. We will not be back until I'm making the final decision, because I know you never will. We will be back on July 17th. I know it's a bit off, but it's just to make sure that AJ has enough time between for his school and so that it's not two weeks gone and then we're back and... He's 
fucking dying. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> so. I'm, my clinical starts just after yeah. the week after our last one, so I'm gonna need the adjustment period. Yeah. So I so. appreciate all of your patience. Uh, we will this. be back July 17th. Now, uh, big update number two. We're not gonna, fully going to get into it this episode. No, no, next episode. But I know next episode, the thumbnail for pressure points might look a little bit different. And we Ooh, will talk about teaser. it next. We'll talk about it next week because we are rolling out some huge shit. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you have not listened to May's exclusive episode that came out on May 31st, the end of the month, <laughs> uh, go check it out. If you're curious and you're not a Patreon subscriber, go click around on our, our Patreon at Points of Pressure. Uh, you don't have to sub. Just yeah, go. go look I, at it. You might be able to see what's coming. I don't really give a shit. Like, it's... We're really excited about it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> like, I'm, I have been fucking waiting for next week for a minute. It's gonna be um, noise. So yeah, we have really, really big stuff that's gonna be rolling out from uh, the last episode of this half of the season, and basically that month off, we're rolling out a lot of cool shit. So, uh, yeah, check it all out, and yeah, I mean. If you're not already a Patreon subscriber, we do an extra episode on the last day of every single month. <laughs> yeah. We've got a bunch of sloppy seconds episodes where AJ and I just bullshit. Uh, and AJ has worked on a series called Voices on there. And uh, you can get an exclusive foot reveal and video of the studio that we record in. Looks a little bit different than it does now. But. Yeah, there's. I think that was even before we had the good mics. Um, that was like when we first got set up down here. Like over, I can't remember. I like can't remember if ago, they if we had which mics we had. But regardless, um, yeah, check it out. If you can't afford it, don't fucking do it. Like, yeah, like don't go okay. broke for us. We're not going to take any offense. And if you don't want to do it, that's okay. We, I guess I get it. Okay. I guess it's fine. I guess, I guess I understand. I guess. All right. Well, what you got this week, uh, man? So, this is actually something that's been sitting on the back burner for a while. You mm -hmm. can tell when we're getting closer to breaks or like the end of the season. I start pulling the episodes I've kind of had saved for, you know, for for an emergency. A lot of times I have. Oh, I I was gonna do that, you bastard. Um, <laughs> a lot of times I have like. Uh, Oh, this is cool. I don't know if it's long enough for an episode. Oh, this is cool. I don't really want to look further into this. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just easier if it's a topic I'm more familiar with. And, you know, on those weeks, I do a World War II episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So that's most weeks. But something brought me back to this. And what brought me back to this specific, the Phoebus Cartel itself, is completely unrelated to the Phoebus Cartel entirely. I'm going to be honest, the Phoebus cartel, before you get into like the origin of it, it sounds like a 4chan meme cartel. It does. <laughs> really bad. Also, people keep thinking when I, I, you know, I give sneak peeks to some family, they keep, they kept, they thought I said the fetus cartel. Oh, okay. It is not the fetus cartel. It is the Phoebus cartel. I typed it in F-E-E-B-U-S. Is that right? Phonetically, that is correct. Damn. P-H-O-E-B-U-S. Fuck you. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, uh, all right. So, what got me into this? I got a little bit of tuition back. Hey, bada bing, baby. So I like to buy old shit on eBay. Oh God. So of how the, much did you spend? I you gotta, less than hundred. Tell us, it's less than a hundred. Oh okay. Uh, I, I got a so couple ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty damn close. Um, and that's total. I'm going to tell you about one small aspect of it, and it's basically, it was, uh, you know, just Ultrex Platinum little thin tin, silver with red lettering that says that, and it's to prevent venereal disease. It's a pack of condoms. And it was, it you know, the the title was like, oh, like World War II era, mid-century, not really sure. So I sent an offer. I got it for 30% cheaper than they posted it for, so that's good. I And I uh, started looking it up. I'm like, how old is this actually? Like, is this worth actually like <laughs> like buying? What is this? Why, why did I buy this? I'm basically justifying it to myself. Yeah, yeah. Was uh, this actually a collector's item or someone that's just really good at drawing these things yeah. up and made them in 2018? So I, exactly. I wanted to figure out kind of the history behind it. And as a very, very brief thing, I learned about the Comstock Law, late 1800s, I believe. It basically made shipping prophylactics in the mail illegal oh. because it was immoral. So you couldn't, sh- you know, order stock for your store and you couldn't order it from a catalog so basically made condoms illegal yeah, which which ford was it there was a yeah, right it was a kellogg which, which henry ford or kellogg was it that was running things at this point seriously and it was i mean obviously that is completely ridiculous but then in the early 1900s a judge basically said oh well if you're using these to prevent venereal disease it's not immoral what's immoral about yeah. preventing the spread of disease yeah. So that kind of it that loosened restrictions. That's what we call a pre-abortion. <laughs> yeah, in South, exactly. Southern U.S. states, and you know it's it. You know the Roaring Twenties happened, and condom sales exploded, and it was the first time they were really, uh, they were made of latex. They're like, listen, if we can't get drunk, then like give us a reason to have yeah, sex with each please. Other. <laughs> So you let know, us have protected sex if you're not going to give us fucking whiskey. So these condoms are actually from the 30s. Damn. So 20 years older than I thought. The condoms are still in the in the case. If I remember, I'll upload a picture to the Patreon or maybe the Instagram. Damn, dude. But I it it went into a deep dive about the Comstock law and then I the the company itself had a lawsuit in 1940. That was repealed and basically extended until 1966 because their condoms had holes in them. <laughs> it was a bad product. No. And they, they lost. It was appealed, I think, all the way to the Supreme Court. And they they, lost, they failed it. They basically said that prevents venereal diseases is not a health statement. So the FDA sued, like, tried to find them. It was a... It was a whole thing, I, and I love that. You should you should do an unboxing video where you take out this condom. Roll it out onto a then, hot dog. And then put it on you. Oh, put it on yeah. me, and then I'll upload it on YouTube. Yeah. Penis reveal. Penis reveal. No, pressure right. pressure points, pee-pee pressure, reveal. Pressure penis reveal. <laughs> yeah, pee-pee reveal. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 
I don't... Basically, the time period that the whole, like, reforming and redistribution of the of prophylactics reminded me of this story because it happened at the same time period. <laughs> it has nothing okay. to do with prophylactics. has nothing to do with eBay. But it does have to do with a little topic called planned obsolescence. Ah, uh, the Apple way. Yes, so you, you're familiar with planned obsolescence. That I am, yeah. John Deere does it best. <laughs> yeah, they do, especially if you're an Eastern European. Yeah, fuck. So I... You know, for those who don't know what planned obsolescence is, that's the first 15 minutes of this episode. Not really. (laughs) Yo, for real. (laughs) So, no real agreed on definition. Recently, there have been some laws that have created a definition for it that we get into. But generally, it's the planned production of goods with a limited lifespan. It's stuff that's planned and created to break at a specific time interval the forced repurchasing of newer goods exactly this is an anti-capitalism episode yep. with with sentences like that you can put that on a t-shirt <laughs> i would love that on a t-shirt that would be great uh one issue with this is it's almost impossible to prove if it's done well apple fucked up yeah because they got caught they fucked up by what was it their battery life i think yeah after two to three years well, they, they got caught. Their updates would actually slow down That's phones. That's what it was, yeah. And they said it was for protecting their battery. Yeah, and it was it an wasn't. actual, like... It was a plan. It was a not even a bug. It was an actual feature put in new yeah, iOS. to slow down... That would, yeah, Two to three-year-old phone processors. Some shit. Super dumb. Unless you're a corporation trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the... In like the what was what was that the uh, not the turn of the century what's the uh, industrial revolution? There was so much like the idea was we need to create machines, we need to create products that are better quality, better efficiency, you know, bigger production, all this stuff. And then at some point, corporations realized, oh, if we make a printing press or a printer or something that lasts for twenty five years. We're never gonna make money. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a point where it it split, and that's that's why like our AC unit that we have at this house is old, but it runs better and needs less upkeep and repair than a newer, than a newer model. Yeah. Our furnace is on the same the same Man. page. My my oven is from 1959, and it holds heat, a uh, stable temperature, better than any oven I've ever had, Man, and it's you're... electric. You're really fucking putting the gods to the test here. I know. You're, I'm knocking on wood a yeah, lot. You better hold that some fucking. You better knock on this one just to be yeah. safe. And just to <laughs> and like, so the toaster I'm using is a 1950s GE yeah, toaster. I, I guarantee and it will work so much longer than than anything else. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the whole idea behind it: longer product life, less money coming in. Short product life, people have to buy a lot. So uh, they're. A good example of this, uh, my girlfriend's Mr. Coffee. I thought you were going to say mistress. Yeah, my girlfriend's mistress. Uh, My girlfriend's Mr. Coffee machine from three years ago that she got for Christmas from her parents. This is a great great coffee maker and everything. Um, Stopped working, and the screws on it are fucking triangles. 
So you can't like you can't even use a flathead screwdriver to open this fucking thing. Yeah, it, it's stuff like that. And so it's like it's I feel like and I could be wrong that the uh like the right to uh repair kind of falls under the oh, 100%. We get into right to repair. Your your uh that new laptop that you have. The mm-hmm. fact that you had to buy like a very very custom star Oh, that bit was a bitch and a half. It. It's I only bullshit. found one yeah. kit on Amazon Complete that had bullshit it. because it's it's monopolizing things for one product. It's yeah, like, well, it's either it's here. it's limiting. It's yeah. do I want to spend the money on a specialized tool that will only work on this computer, yeah. or am I at the stage in my life where I'm like, oh, I could just afford a new computer. Like, why not upgrade? Yeah. And that that's what it gets into. It's it's the the product the lifespan of products are limited by preventing upgradeability. Mm-hmm. Preventing repair and preventing interoperability. Yeah. And so, like, so with that whole co- Mr. Coffee thing, I had even told her, I was like, look, you can send this into the the company. I was like, I can promise you that you send it in, they'll just contact you and say, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, it was broken beyond repair. That's, even, that's the even line. Even though you can't fucking check it out. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. They always say, oh, uh, yeah. it's a parts failure. Yeah. Well, why did you make the then parts so yeah. weak? Yeah. Yeah, and they also limit the aftermarket, the supply of aftermarket goods, which is also an issue, especially for things like laptops. Yeah, if if you can't like, if this laptop brand makes this specific part that's only in their brand of laptops, and they say we're gonna make a thousand spare parts to sell aftermarket, and that's it. So I think You're that fucked. Uh, I think that's what's gonna start happening with. Uh, I think it's Intel that's now making their own GPUs. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because NVIDIA and AMD. Sorry, these are so many off-the-wall discussions. And stuff. No, it, it's um, important. It's but, part of it. Uh, uh, NVIDIA and AMD have both, with their competition, just been driving up graphics cards prices. However, which is technically they illegal, found but... out that I think it was a 3060 Ti, which is a series that came out in like 2021, and they revised it in 2022. Um, those series of graphics cards, they found out that uh, there was one that was like the new model, the 3060 or the 3070 Ti, um, that it had a lower video RAM than like almost all of their 20 series. See, like how does that make sense? It's supposed to and be it, an upgrade. And it sold for like double the price. So... Intel announced that they're getting like initially Intel had been doing integrated graphics, which are like graphics yeah. that run off of pretty your much CPU. pretty much every you know basic laptop yeah, has yeah. an Intel integrated process. Um, so now they're like, okay, we're gonna make like actual dedicated graphics cards, I and mean, it's like that's fantastic. I think over the first few years, Intel's gonna have a lower price. They're gonna be a way more competitive brand, but. I think that it's going to start hitting the point where, and I I could be totally wrong. Hopefully, on this, you're wrong. But I could see Intel making it so that there's exclusivity with their yep. CPUs, proprietary and shit. their graphics cards, and then eventually they'll dabble further into the motherboard marketplace where it's you can't use any other yeah. motherboard and like. Yeah, you can scream at me, oh, that's monopolization, and they would like- Well, they do it all the like, time. <laughs> oh, the SEC and everybody, and like, not the They're F- not going to. F- not the SEC, but F- is it FCC? 
No, FCC is FCC. I don't. I, don't, not I can't think them. of it right SCC. now. But, you, it is the SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission. Yeah, it would basically be somebody that would come, like, oh yeah, they break they'd it Stop up. them from monopolizing, and it's like, no, no, no they, they wouldn't. fucking wouldn't. Um, they they would force them to split into multiple companies that still are the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it would be right. it would be Intel graphics and then Intel. Like motherboard computing, yeah. Like that's and, all it would and be. If if they wanted to, they could severely limit RAM on their motherboards, where it's just, oh well, if it's not an Intel stick, like you can't use it. You know, it's super easy to do this with computer parts. I'm glad you brought it up because computer parts are a major issue with this. Like, it, it's like, what if Rode microphones? If if you know anything about microphones, you've probably heard of Rode. They're really good middle ground. Like, we're using Rode microphones right now. What if Rode microphones came out and said, you know what, you're not going to use an LXR cable to hook up. You have to buy a Rode LR whatever wire. And then you have to buy either a converter that limits your sound quality or you have to buy our Go XLR interface. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, with it, there's it, it, there's one one compatibility. Yeah, exactly. Like, it creates huge issues. Um, let's see. It also taking into account things like fashion, or things that are like culturally relevant for a time. Everybody buys it, and then it slips out of vogue. I guess I, I don't know how to how to describe it, but it's like oh, everybody has to have this style of clothing, and then. Two months later, it's everybody has to have this style of clothing, and it just creates all this waste. Yeah. Just fucking fashion trends and everything. Yeah. Except with, like, manufactured parts of, of other... It's I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. So, like, another example. Uh, washing machines, since 2000, are much more likely to have sealed drums. Sealed drums... Are so expensive to take apart and repair. You basically have to take apart the entire thing just to replace a part of the drum or like the motor. Jesus, really? That is not even worth repairing. Damn. So, because of that, washing machine sales are up every th- four or five years. People buy a new set of washing machines. Man, good old Maytag. They'll get you. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Samsung is really bad at this. Samsung has been doing this forever in yeah. their household appliances. Um, another one is textbooks being updated every year. Yeah, in that's most a fields, textbooks do not point. need to be upgraded every year, and if they do, they could just be they could just have an addendum, a printable addendum that you can just slip into the front of the book that says, "Hey, on this, this has been updated due to the data." Nowadays, it's the same textbook four years in a row, and they've changed the wording of a couple sentences. And that's enough that you have to buy it every single year for every single course. Do you have to purchase te- textbooks for Thank your Christ courses? Thank Christ, no. Okay, so they're all eBooks. I was gonna say, if you run into it where um, teachers require their own written, I've heard like, of manuals that manuals and shit. Thank goodness, I which is like but... such a fucking scummy oh, thing. I to publish do. this. You now and, have to go buy and it. And even with just textbooks, like if you're the type of teacher that's like, oh, I gotta keep up with. The most recent textbook that comes out like yeah i get it revisions whatever but like if you're gonna do that to fucking college students go fuck yourself yeah like, seriously there's no reason to not provide an ebook 
because it costs much less to publish, obviously. Yeah. There's no reason not to provide a the you know, an ebook and then have the option to actually purchase the book if the student wants it. Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't make sense. It's just fucked. All of my textbooks are ebooks except for a couple review books that I have. Uh for anyone that is in college and is struggling with affording textbooks, uh, look up. There are ways. What is it? There's a pdfdrive.com. I've used that. IEMI number or something. There's a number on the back that's like the ID number of that, that ISBN? version of. Yes, the ISBN, yeah. ISBN number. Look that up. Figure that shit out. Don't stop buying textbooks. Yeah, you can find them online for free, one hundred percent. You can find them online for free, and if you can't, they're like way cheaper rental options. Yeah, rentals or just it's so much cheaper to get them as eBooks. Yeah, don't get scammed. Look on like uh, as silly as it sounds, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. A lot of those have people that are just offloading that shit, getting rid of it. Yeah. It's so uh, Reddit actually. You can if you look really? up like um you can do like free textbook Reddit in Google or you could do the specific textbook free and Reddit and a lot of people will send links. See look at us sharing resources look at that. to help help people. To help fuck, yeah, fuck communism. What? Capitalism. Capitalism. Did I what did I say? Get the fuck out of here. What did you I get say? the fuck out of ah! here. Anti-commie piece of no, shit. No, I'm not. <laughs> How dare you? You you slap that dick out of your mouth you stop that um uh, another thing ink cartridges for printers are such oh, a scam yeah, just a uh, lot of those from what i've seen the whole thing is uh it's they what is it it, it says that it's empty like and it still has through. yeah it still has like 30 percent left or something yeah uh let's see what's another one obviously we've talked about phones and electronics yeah like, it used to be so easy to drop your phone on the ground and the battery explodes across the room. And now it's all sealed in there. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even know how to start to open up my phone right now. I'd have to, like, I YouTube to. it. And, I hate it. I'm uh, so fucking nervous. I got to replace my screen after I dropped it at the gym. Oh, yeah. I dropped it face down on a metal bar at the gym Oof. and it cracked on two sides of the screen. And now it'll get this little, like, black line. And the lower, like, three quarters of the screen will just go. Oh, that's scary. Buzz every once in a while. I'm like, Ugh. it's terrifying. It. But they spe- they purposely make it more difficult because they don't want you to replace it. They yeah. want you to get a new phone. Yeah. Uh, Jokes on about you. the Apple stuff. I'm gonna get it on fucking back market if I have to yeah, get right? one. Uh, we talked about the the John Deere with a tractor stuff, yeah. where uh, you have to use the John Deere specific. Um, like parts, you have to have them repaired by a John Deere yeah, certified it's technician. It's completely bullshit, especially because tractors are something that you can... Well, the problem is tractors are something that you can keep in your family for generations. John Deere doesn't like that. Yeah. They're apparently... I, I heard about this years ago. Apparently, there are like Eastern European forums where it's people will pay you... Or people will pay for somebody to come in and hack their John Deere Jesus. tractor what? just to get around... The, the dumb rules. That's crazy. Just to make it repairable. Yeah. And it's like, these are people's lifeblood. What if they can't afford to have a John Deere certified technician flown to Lithuania? 
And John Deere is the fucking worst about this too. Like everybody shits on Apple and everything, but like these are like John Deere's fifty thousand dollar machines, dude. Yeah. Like, and that's like on the low end of everything. It's and, and they fucked. they they defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, no, this is to provide the the best quality of service, and that's a whole thing. All of these. Very obvious um, examples of planned obsolescence can be defended, which is the problem. It can be defended in a court by saying, uh, Apple tried to defend their battery thing. They're slowing it down by saying, oh, it protects the battery. It preserves the battery. Um, Let's see. Like water bottles are super thin nowadays, which is great. You know, less plastic. But also you can't reuse it as much because it, it breaks down very quickly. People reuse them less. Um, oh, you need the most updated information in your textbook. You know, they, yeah, yeah. everybody has an example or a, a reason why. No, no, this is good. It's horrible in the medical field. There really? are so many supplies that can be completely sterilized, but they're single use. Jeez. <laughs> like there are scopes and things that are just, this could be completely sterilized, completely clean. It, it, they even have protective covers, single use covers. And then you just throw the whole thing away. What? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It, it has to do not just with the planned obsolescence, but also with insurance. And that, that goes into a lot of stuff. But there's so much waste in the medical field because Damn. it makes the providers money. That's crazy. It makes the hospitals and the clinics more money because they can write off the whole thing, the whole item, rather than, oh, well, we could use it for 20 patients. Yeah. Damn. You know, in some cases, obviously, you want single-use stuff in the medical field, but there are plenty where it's not going to do anything if you were to just sterilize that and reuse it. That's fucked. I didn't know it was like, oh, to it's that extent. So fucked up. Like, uh, I'm trying to think think of a good example. I already said scopes. Um, used to be that you would have scalpels that you would just replace the blade on and then you know sterilize the handle. Yeah. You know, like a razor blade just, for shaving it's it. It's just a full one piece. But now it's just one piece. Toss. You just toss it. Damn. Sharps. Yep. Throw it away. Um, a lot of Dutch data has gone into um, reviewing planned obsolescence, <clears throat> which is interesting that the basically only the Dutch have been looking into it. The Dutch and the French. Um, they The Dutch showed that consumer electronic products since between 2000 and 2005 have had their lifespan reduced on average by 20%. That's a long-ass time. Yeah. A German study from 2015 showed that household appliances are being replaced within five years, mainly due to technical defects, and they have increased about 8% since 2004. So that, that's, dude. you know, a fridge that cost a couple grand, and five years later you got to buy another one. Whereas you used to be able to just get one and you, you know, that would be your heirloom, your family heirloom. You'd pass that down. (laughs) Jesus. That's crazy. The EU has some regulations on this, but really it's only France that has laws against planned obsolescence. They have a lot of more of the like right to repair laws and things like that. But companies don't care about creating a good product. They want a product that can last couple years two to five years and then you have to go buy it again you have to go buy it 
It's like the whole thing with fucking Apple headphones and shit, where they're like, "Oh, doesn't have a it doesn't have a headphone jack anymore." Exactly, changing of ports. Now it's now oh, it's AirPods. We're now gonna I'm, use a lightning yeah. charger. Oh, now we're gonna u- do USB C. Yeah. Oh, now you have to use the wireless. Oh, well, the USB C one was for. Uh, it was because Apple of a right to changer, repair. Right? Yeah, that was uh, not necessarily right to repair. It was. Uh, oh, it was an EU, EU commission. Was yeah. like, you guys. You got to standardize this. Yeah, shit. you guys have to standardize it and. They were like, Thank we'll do it in the EU. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, my, my iPad has a C charger, which is interesting. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Super okay. nice. Lucked out. Maybe it moved over. I, I or, have no, no I, I bet I, I, I got it used. I don't I know don't, where it came from. I don't get, I I don't fuck with like new Apple products no, all never. the time now. As soon as never. that. Uh, no, it wasn't even as soon as they announced their battery problems. It was just, I haven't fucked with one in a long time. Well, I hate them. They were just. Yeah, they're they're so I hate things that are proprietary. If I have a program, I want it to be able to work on everything. I don't want to have to get the Apple version of Microsoft Word. I don't want to have Microsoft Word. I want to have an open source, you know, file or a program. I, I just hate proprietary software. It's the scum of the earth. Um, And yeah, companies are just increasing their costs, increasing their profits. Meanwhile, Manufacturing is getting cheaper and cheaper, and we're destroying the rare earth minerals and materials that are in our electronics, and we're wasting money as consumers, and pollution is crazy. Honestly, planned obsolescence is horrible. That took a lot longer than I thought to get through that We went that on intro. a lot of uh, It was good, though. Rants, it was good. Yeah. That, that's what I wanted. I, I kind of wanted to do that. So, let's talk about Phoebus, the yeah. Phoebus cartel. We'll we'll put a disclaimer in the description. It's like skip to forty two. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. If you want the actual episode, December twenty third, nineteen twenty four. Uh, condoms are now being are now able to be mailed in the United States as long as they don't say anything about pregnancy and only talk about preventing venereal disease. <clears throat> William Meinhardt, a top executive from Osram, which is a German company invites a whole bunch of light bulb manufacturer executives to Geneva. And as we know, only good things happen when yeah. large executives get together in Geneva mm-hmm. in a neutral area. In a convention, have you? Yes, the conven- <laughs> it was specifically the Convention for the Development and Progress of the International Incandescent Electric Lamp Industry. Whole lot of words Damn, to say. That is a very nothing. specific industry. Yeah. <laughs> And so you have people from, as I mentioned, Osram, which is from Germany, Philips from the Netherlands, Compagne des Lampes from France, <laughs> GE from the U.S., Tungsram, Tungsram from Hungary, Associate Electrical from the U.K., International GE, uh, China General Edison, <laughs> which is China GE, but not General <laughs> Electric, uh, the, the Brazilian branch of GE, and... Mexicana de Lamparas, Electricus, GE, now, and Tokyo Electric, TE. Yeah, there you go. So all these execs are here, and they form, it's a Christmas miracle. An alliance. On Christmas Eve Eve, they form a cartel. They literally call it a cartel. They call it the Phoebus Cartel. Okay. (coughs) And, you know, the convention name, it's a cartel for the development and progress of incandescent Light bulbs. Yeah. We're going to get together. 
the whole like light bulb industry is really erratic at this time period. Like Osram, they they made record sales the in I think it was 20, 1921 or 1922 and the next year it dropped like 300 million Jesus. sales. And they like everybody is just like I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of competition, a lot of people like international GE is going after other markets. Different companies are targeting other you know, there's a lot of competition, which is great for capitalism. Yeah. Unless you're the corporation. It's great for consumers. Yeah. For to have competition. Well, these guys no, no, no. They're not going to have competition. They're going to work together. Yeah. They're all under one thing. <laughs> Yeah, and it's great. It's a Christmas miracle. They're a fucking cartel. <laughs> yeah, so they cut up the world's markets and said, okay, you are allowed to sell there. You can sell in this country. You can sell in this country. We're not going to step on our toes. <laughs> Literally monopolize it overnight. Oh, my God. And they, they start covering regions that don't necessarily have a local manufacturing, you know, manufacturing company. So they're, you know, international GE is no longer going to sell anything in France. Philips isn't going to sell anything in Germany. We have our own zones and everybody's going to stick to it. So obviously, you know, it's it's a monopolistic cartel and they're all colluding, which running, is always great. They're running like a fucking gang. They're it, running it it like is. a cartel. It's a cartel. Yeah. And stay out of my fucking hood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And at this time, you know, competition is healthy, especially for technological advancements. So everybody's trying to get the longest lasting light bulb that burns the brightest because with incandescent bulbs, they will, they, they lose light the longer they're around essentially. Yeah. And that one wasn't planned obsolescence. It was just, that's how it was. That's just how it works with the materials. You know, you put an inert gas into a vacuum chamber with a hot piece of metal in there and you got a light bulb. Bound to run out. And current goes high. Light burns brighter, but dies faster. And you can also do stuff with the voltage. So people are figuring out, you know, let's get 2,000, 2,500 hours on a light bulb. It's crazy for the time, but people are doing it. They're creating these huge advancements. And the cartel went, no, no, no. Slow that shit down, cut it out. No, 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 2,500 and, you know, more. There, There's a light bulb from this time period that is still on. Jesus. And... So they say, no, no, no. We're going to cap it at 1,000 hours. What? So they regress the technology. They basically said, if you're producing a light bulb that lasts over 1,000 hours, we're going to fine you. What the fuck? They literally, Jesus like, it's like Christ. protection money. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's the mob coming Hush up. Hush money. Oh, you, you didn't pay your bill on time? I'm going to break your knees. Yeah, we're going to break your light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, and it was a scale based on how, like, if it was less than 1,000 or more than 1,000, it was a scale of... More money the longer, the further off you are. So they they built an advisory board of all these top execs. And, you know, uh, know, before this cartel, there had been companies that would group together. Like uh, GE would have a couple companies that they would work with and share their patents. Or, you know, pre-World War I, there were a bunch of companies that got together to try to share their technology in creating a longer-lasting bulb or... The guys who figured out you could put argon in a light bulb and create a vacuum and it works way longer shared that technology. Okay. This cartel did not do that type of sharing. Of course not, no. 
No. So they, yeah, they, they created a supervisory board and they basically said, all right, you have, uh, you're making light bulbs. Send us one every quarter and we're going to test it in our lab. Based on that, you either have to pay us <laughs> or you can sell your product. Jesus. They even had things like, like they would, a GE would license out its patents and say, okay, you can make this many light bulbs a year. Okay. Even though you could feasibly with your machinery make three times that much, you're only allowed to make this much on our patent. Just dumb stuff like that. Just the, uh, the idea of, um, oh, what is it? Uh, inventory. Inventory, like, tampering and shit. Yeah. What is that called where you're like, uh, we have less than... Oh, like you're manipulating the market by uh, creating <sighs> shortages. Oh, I know the term. They do it with diamonds yeah, right it's now. Like, it's yeah, happening it's with like diamonds a lot. Falsified... Sh- shortages. Uh, uh, manufactured shortages. Something like that. I, that I that's what they call it a lot in the news. There's a specific term that I'm thinking of yeah. that I can't think of. But, yeah, where they're, it's... they're basically manufacturing certain shortages and, you know, they, they basically had the majority, if not the entire, you know, market share of the light bulb industry at this time. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, and they... Another big thing they did is they would they would monitor the research like the R&D departments of the companies to basically prevent them. Oh, you just figured out how to make a light bulb last, you know, 3,000 hours? No, you didn't. Forget about that. And they would they would basically make it so you can't, you know, th- th- there was not a lot of innovation. <laughs> the only innovation was in making the light bulbs shittier and saving the company money. So because of this, it, it was actually difficult for some time to reverse the technological advancements. They basically had to figure out how are we going to make a 3,000-hour bulb only last 1,000 hours? And they did that through um, through adjusting like the current or the voltage. As I said, more current burns brighter. So they would say, oh, these are better quality bulbs. That's why you got to replace them more. Yeah. Even though it's you got to replace them more because they're too high current, because they've increased the current. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> So they, they always have that excuse of, yeah. oh, no, it's better for you this way. Trust me. Um, let's see. Where was it? So, you, you know, light bulb sockets uh-huh. that are on this lamp, that are all through this house, that twist type? That was invented in 1880. We have not, like, we have not innovated our screw type sockets since the 1880s. Jesus, really? And that's because of this cartel. They basically, anybody who was like, well, it would be way more efficient if we could just snap it into place using this or this yeah, or this. Yeah. And they said, no, no, it's not. Fuck yourself. You never saw that. We'd have to change our machines. Yeah. Which would, in the end, cost them. Exactly. And they go, no, 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 this is a simpler locking mechanism. If we if we snapped it in place, there's a chance a light bulb could fall on your head. Like it's just yeah, that, it's, it's just that stupid. That kind it's of not bullshit. as secure. Yeah, exactly. As a twist bulb. Um, a Tokyo Electric had some internal memo- memos that were kind of revealed. This also this this Phoebus cartel wasn't even revealed until like the two thousands. <laughs> we didn't even Jeez, know about it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, there were words about it. There was speculation yeah. about it, but not not really any hard evidence. 
some dudes found uh, in like company archives. They found some memos and things that kind of revealed the story. But basically, Tokyo Electric had an internal memo that showed that after confirming conforming their bulbs to match the cartel's 1,000 hours, their sales quintupled that year. They made Damn. five times more in sales. They sold five times more bulbs by limiting them Fucking so much. Oh, good So they God. said, they basically said, well, of course we're going to conform because if we don't, our sales go down and we have to pay a fine. Like, why would we not do this? Like, this is a no-brainer business-wise. And uh, another example is GE during this time period. They modified their flashlight bulbs. Their flashlights originally would have one bulb and they, it would need to be replaced every three full battery lives. After the cartel Cut formed, that shit down. one bulb per battery. Yep. And this is a time when I'll tell batteries were better in general. Like, you know, this planned obsolescence is definitely happening in our batteries. There's no real reason that they should discharge as much sitting in a drawer as they really do, or as they do now. Like, they should, or they they could definitely be engineered to be way better. Yeah. But then they wouldn't make as many sales. Huh. People don't need to buy as many batteries. Exactly. <clears throat> Fuck. Um. Let's see. So, yeah, it was brighter and better quality of light. They don't, but that's why they don't burn as long. So everybody buy these better lights. And that also helped keep down the competition from non-cartel members. Because they could say, oh, look, we will put a competitor light bulb and our light bulb outside our building on the street, and you can see which one burns brighter tonight. Which one's better? And people fell for it, and it worked. Jesus. Like, I would fall for it. Wow. You fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so over the next decade, because all the R&D was basically in manufacturing, manufacturing costs plummeted, but consumer costs exploded. Yeah. <laughs> they increased dramatically, despite, you know, being in the Great Depression. <laughs> they were not helping. God. Uh, let's see. And officially, the cartel ended up... They were supposed to be formed until 1955. Officially, in 1940, they were nullified because they could no longer coordinate between themselves for a couple reasons. One of them being the war. Another one is Japan. Basically, Tokyo Electric had a large share but there were a ton of people who figured out that th there were people making light bulbs by hand super cheap and they realized and they were probably better quality too well no they, they realized they could phone it in and make the cheapest shit oh, possible Jesus. and sell it for a fraction of the cost and people would buy it because you know war <laughs> rationing uh, not a lot of money god damn so they started flooding the market with a bunch of cheap Japanese bulbs and you know, the war, uh, but look at that. It was only officially nullified when it affected GE. Did you figure it out? It has been burning hole in the, like the rest of the episode has just been a blur. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the term used for acting like something is in limited supply. And I'm sure everybody listening is like, they yeah, already obviously. know <laughs> artificial scarcity. That, duh, that's that's it. That's the one I find. could not. I, I was searching artificial like, scarcity, like falsified supplies, or like falsifying fake um, shortage. Limit, yeah, and it was <laughs> like, like 
oh, uh, fucking bullshit voting machines. And it's like, no, no stop. stop it. I'm not talking about fake news stuff. Like, fuck off. Get out of here. I want to know artificial, artificial scarcity. scarcity. 100% is, an, is, uh, is part of this. Um, now oh, I forgot where I was. <laughs> That's the mattress industry. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. So they were officially nullified, but the damage was done. The tech, the technology, like we could have had, how early could we have had LEDs Oh, forever or even ago. fluorescence Jesus! if they didn't fuck all this up? Do you know how much better Woodstock would have been if they were running LEDs? Oh my God. Be <laughs> so good. <laughs> and they, they just stalled this technology and they basically made it so that companies realized they could get away with this. They, they basically said, oh, no, if, if your company, if you're selling a product and you are specifically designing it to last, you know, to break after a couple of years, you can get away with it. Nobody's going to do it. We did it blatantly, pretty much. Like, some guy in the UK government investigated us and said, and said we weren't doing any, we weren't shortening these despite having labs to test <laughs> them and fining them. So you can get away with it. And everybody can get away with it. And you can stifle the technology of your, like, what you're manufacturing, your kind of field, and make more money that way. And now we have cell phones that die after two years. It's even, I I was telling my mother about this, and she was like, I've always said that, like, things are built to break the week after the warranty goes out. Yeah. And the, the only thing that, yeah, like, what can you even do besides, I think France's law is, like, things have to be able to survive at least two years. It basically makes it so you have to have a two-year warranty on everything. Yeah. But it doesn't solve a lot of the issues. Like, right-to-repair laws are essential to breaking this. But, I mean... And in the it, grand scheme of things, even if it were just two years, that's not a long time in the life of a product. Yeah, that's already when how long most are planned like, for. Like, two years is a is a long period of time for, like, toilet paper. But, yeah. like... These, Cell phone. These, computer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, things that are being manufactured that are, like, a daily a use product, <laughs> not a single time. It's like... That is just crazy. And even if there are right to repair laws, they have to go further than that. They have to basically say what what's the 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 use of the right to repair this iPad in front of me if the company doesn't actually produce any aftermarket parts or any companies and they pro- stop. don't produce. And if after this this piece has been released for three years, they stop manufacturing those replacement parts and so repairing that device though it may like let's say it was a device from like 1990 that's always worked better than current day but they've stopped making that specific part to that that breaks down in it Mm -hmm. exactly now now you're now you're just caught up in the same shit that everybody else is caught up in we're one innovation away from having our ac unit not be repairable isn't that crazy? Like it's all insane, of us, yeah. my computer could break, and because of the actions of a company, yeah. it could be completely not repairable, and I have to buy another one. Yeah, it, the, at uh, any moment, 
basically they just change like the the CNC machine. That's all they just yeah. recode the CNC machine for a different part that's no longer the one that breaks all the time in like your laptop. Yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's just like seven clicks, boom, done. Easy peasy. What if uh, uh, somebody one, one that thing... runs a CNC machine is like, it fucked you. It's Go. 98 clicks, you piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, this is a eh, pain. Fuck me. No, apparently. but th- there's even things like Volkswagen, I think in the 60s, mocked planned obsolescence in cars because its most common use is in vehicles. Yeah. Even like when cars were new, planned obsolescence was built in as a way of basically when the car market began to be saturated, when there were competitors. They basically, that's when they started updating cars every year to, oh, look, it's fancier, it's cooler, it's got better gas mileage, it's got, the majority of the changes were, it's the same motor, it's the same engine, it's, everything internally is the same, but the bumper is different. It's a different color, it's a limited color, limited edition color. Volkswagen, uh, basically, uh, in the 60s, they, they mocked this whole idea by basically saying, we don't release a new model every year, and the only difference is how it looks, or something like that. And then they they do that now, yeah. though. Uh, but yeah, but Fuck it's that like shit. it it's one of those things that everybody knows about, but nobody's doing anything about. Because what what can you fucking do? Like you can you specifically, yeah, you Me? can stop pur- Me right here. Yeah, yeah, you can stop purchasing like goods right off the market, but when they're forty million sales annually it's like well one thing is like uh you have to be able you have to look for companies who offer a lifetime warranty like patagonia okay or um buy it for life there's a lot of buy it for life communities out there that i'm after this um, i'm going to look into because (laughs) it's difficult one thing uh for computers learning how to build your own basically it's going to be more expensive yeah. No matter what you do, it's going to be yeah. more expensive. You know, you can't... Don't buy reusable water bottles. Okay, what about cars? Well, learn how to make it yourself, but there's also just a point where it's, it's that 200,000-mile mark, you know? Mm-hmm. Once it gets over that, chances are it's not going to last. You could keep working on it. You could keep adding to it. But at what point is it actually cheaper? And you got to figure that out for yourself. Like, yeah. Because nobody else is doing the math. That's fair. But yeah, buy it for life stuff is really important, and uh, it's difficult. You can't you can't avoid it. It is yeah. it is unavoidable. It's, just, it's um, the way that capitalism has pushed everything this way. Yeah, the whole idea with capitalism is oh, competition breeds better products, better technology, better innovations. But then they realized no, we just make it shitty, and then they'll just keep buying it. Yeah, yeah. There's so many consumers now that it's like profit margins are just fat. Like, yeah, like isn't that wasn't that like a trope in like fifty shows and movies where it's like oh the capitalist the, is the big fat guy with all the no money no I, I was it's the 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 consumer you you got to go in when they go go to the mall and they want to buy a fishing rod you got to like let them try it out you got to give them pointers you got to talk about how you use this fishing pole you got to like win them over you got to give them your personal phone number so if they have questions about this fishing pole they can call you yeah a dependable product and it was a dependable product dependable sale person and you needed to have consumer loyalty now it's 
I don't care. Yeah, you can go somewhere else. You bought else. something from me. Yeah. And I know as a human, you're going to go where you're more comfortable. And you're more comfortable buying the shitty product from me versus the shitty product from that company. Yeah. Because my shitty product is somehow less shitty than theirs because name recognition. Exactly. Because you've had these before. Yeah, you're more familiar man. with these. So another thing, avoid being brand lo- blindly brand, brand loyal. Yeah. Like shop around. But really, do your research. You can't avoid it. Yeah, I hate the printer shit. I just want to oh, print yeah. stuff. The printer shit is insane. It keeps getting worse. My my mom used to be on a program where, um, I think it was like she signed up with HP after she bought this new printer, and it was like, oh, we send you oh yeah the... cartridges every every month, for example. Like you just mm. let us know what what you need, how much, and like. It's like a, a like a subscription. subscription. Yeah, and they ended up doing away with it because people were like, "Oh yeah, like I just don't need fucking ink this month." They're like, "They'd be like, I need so much," and they weren't paying extra, but they needed so much because of like the artificial scarcity and the fucking ink cartridges mm-hmm. itself. It's like, oh, it's it's gone, but it's at half. And so they did away with the entire program. And she was pissed. I bet. She was like, this sucks. She prints so many different fucking things. And she's like, this is, this is ridiculous. She was so mad about it. I was like, I don't blame you, dude. That's fucked. Yeah. That is like. And ink is not uh, cheap. It, it could be. It could be, it's yeah. pigments. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is so easy to produce. It's fucked. Uh, so, speaking of all of this, uh, what we're rolling out next week is uh, you can no longer get more than two Pressure Points episodes yeah. online at a time. We're removing everything after two weeks, yeah, and, and we'll be putting it on our it Patreon, it on Patreon under a $14,000 per month And if you don't tier. listen to it within uh, within four <laughs> days, the file gets corrupted. <laughs> God, the, whatever app you're on, it replaces it to the beginning <laughs> if you don't finish it in one shot. They all have the same file name, so when you download it, it overrides. Yeah. It overwrites the old file every time you stream it. We we have it set to automatically delete one hour after you download it. Yeah, so we're gonna get will no longer be over an hour. No, long. no, the episodes are over an hour, so you have to re-download it and fast forward and try to find your spot. So we get at least two downloads every person. God, dude. I guarantee there's a podcast out there doing it. We need to. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll delete this episode. When yeah, we nobody will know. That. Yeah. We'll we'll remove this episode online when we start doing that. So that way nobody can be like, eat your words. No, I'm I'm sure people will. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. People just remove the previous season or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, at some point we will have to well, do that. Well, yeah. But I think we got time. What we're we've kind of discussed this. I I think we have a threshold on our hosting service that's yeah. like you can only have this many episodes up. So realistically, what I would say we I think we've talked about it is just putting a zero dollar tier on Patreon, and then you can just access those specifically through the zero dollar tier, and it's like a it's like our own database that. We're over instead yeah. of a hosting site removing our own shit. Or we could, you know, in the future probably get a website or our own kind of host. Yeah, be nice. Yeah. But until then, we're gonna profit off of you. So sorry, and it's they're gonna gone. cost. It's they're gonna be a subscription after, service. 
they're gone after two days, and yeah. after that, you it's have to pay. Uh, it's seven ninety nine per episode. Per episode, okay. After <laughs> it's actually a subscription. <laughs> it's ten bucks a month plus one ninety nine per episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, you it's ten per ten dollars per month with one episode free, <laughs> and it's a ten minute episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and it's just the intro. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> oh, God. God. All right. Well, uh, yeah. You got anything else? No, that's, that's it. it. I just get yeah. angry at capitalism know, again. Dude. Some shit. It's half our episodes. Yeah, for real. Uh, sorry for uh, going in for like forty-five minutes on personal stuff, but no, no. That that's I good. Mean, that paid. It, that's it was that's good, what I wanted to talk about. It was a good prerequisite to the episode. Um, so I know we discussed it at the start, but. Uh, if you're still around, if you somehow missed listening to it earlier, um, find us on it. Patreon. Yeah, at points o pressure, uh, we have an extra episode every single month, generally the last day of the month, um, and it's exclusive to Patreon, but it's available at all tiers. Um, we have a bunch of, like twenty plus sloppy seconds episodes up there. AJ's working on his Voices series. At some point. Which will come <laughs> out at a future date. More of them will come out at a future date. Yes. He's fucking busy. Listen I'm to the sorry, first part I'm of the so episode. Sorry. Listen to the first like, 10 minutes of the episode. I knew. I committed before I knew. <laughs> You're good. Just <laughs> listen to the first 10 minutes of the episode and you'll find out why AJ doesn't have fucking time for the Voices series. It's okay. It'll, It'll get be there. here. It'll get there. I've, um, got, I've got so many files, though, that I've already like yeah. pre-screened as this will be good. So now it's just time. I'm just waiting for time. You got this. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be fantastic yeah, once we're there. We'll get there when we get there. Um, but yeah, subscribe if you can. If you can't, don't. Um, do it anyway. Yeah. So you got the names of our patrons, of course, our illustrious and very well known chair people, chair peepees, chairman of the board, uh, Mini D, Toddlewaddle, and Weston. Did you know that they actually? Uh, met up in Geneva and allowed us to to distribute this episode worldwide. Yeah, this is the Fipipi cartel. Fipipi. Fipipi cartel. So we should change the fucking name. Fipipis. We should just change it like every month, what they are. No, I'd run out of ideas after one month. Yeah, after Fipipi. Fipipi, that's, that's the extent of our creativity. Yeah. Dick jokes. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And then you guys are uh, yeah. phenomenal. Uh, we really appreciate you, and we won't stop doing what you guys tell us. I won't forget my required butthole picks. Of this course. Month, yeah, I no. I mean, I've never forgotten. Yeah, I know. God. Yeah, you know it. Um, of course, we've got uh, Abby, AJ's third nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Laura Ravo. Thank you guys so much for you know sticking around, being able yeah. to support us as long as you have. The best. We um, appreciate it. And yeah. You keep the lights on in the place. There you go. Oh, also. <laughs> there you go. I didn't do it this time. You You're welcome. Um, and as always, I won't start the music early this time. <laughs> uh, if you guys ever have any show ideas, if you find an article that you're like, hey, I wonder what D or AJ and or AJ might think about this specific thing, send it to us. Uh, recommendations for movies, TV shows, music, books, any kind of media that you find, um, memes, I don't give a fuck. Send it our way. 
Um, or if you just realistically need somebody to talk to, your boys are always here for you. Um, and you can always find us on Instagram at points o pressure or email us at the letters p p d n a j at gmail.com we'll catch you guys next monday thanks for tuning in